Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 364, recorded live on Saturday, June 14, 2014. And here are your hosts, the man who is debating a philosophical question right now, Dave Pillay. Hi. And the man who just should say, let sleeping dogs lie, Andy Lowe. Hi. What philosophical question am I Should debating? you let the sleeping dog lie? Oh, the puppy. The puppy that's right over here with his head down on the pillows. Yes. That sleeping dog. Yes. I, I, I guess I have to let him lie for right now because for recording, I can't like go over there and start playing with him. But he's so cute. Are you sure you don't have, like, a mild case of ADD? I've thought and and considered that I do for many, 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 many years, Andy. But then I realized that basically everyone does. Yeah, true. And and it's that everyone is actually easily distracted. It's just for ADD and ADHD, it's like you can't not be distracted. I actually wanted to do this at some point was take... Uh, television show that's been on for a long time. Uh huh. My guess would be going with the news since the news has been going on since the start of television. Okay. And then actually checking to see a how long the show is because you know the number the amount of commercials is mm-hmm. ever increasing. Like we were watching the the Star Trek the original series. Mm-hmm. An hour. There's like two commercial breaks. An hour of Star Trek the original series is 51 minutes. Wow. Yeah. You cannot find that on today's television. Uh, uh, an hour-long show is usually 40 minutes now. Yeah, and they have, like, an actual theme song in the beginning rather than, you know, everybody's little stinger. What? If you watch broadcast television, normally the whole theme song at the beginning is non-existent anymore. Really? Yeah. Heck, oh. Lost, I think, literally just was like, Lost. And that was it. Heroes was the same way. Castle, which actually started out originally with a theme song, now just has the little castle thing. Maybe I, it's just because I watched, like, cartoons? Cartoons, I can see, still see having... Cartoons have a theme song. Yeah. But if you look for, like, live broadcast television, like the Brady Bunch theme song. Right. That would, you would never see story. anything like that. Of a man named Brady. Yeah. It, tell, it gives you a recap of the whole show. Which they, they don't do anymore. Was it like Two and a Half Men now just says, like, men or something like that? Uh Andy, I don't watch a lot of these. You don't watch popular television? Not really. What do you House watch? of Cards had had a, a an opening theme. Well, yes, but House, House of Cards also doesn't have commercials, or do they have commercials? They do not have commercials. Well, yeah, that's what I thought. Netflix. That's what I was saying. Like HBO, the newsroom I know still has a decent theme song. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones still has one. Do, 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 do. But broadcast television, where things are paid by ads, they do, literally, I guess, don't want to waste time on telling you what you're watching. You should just know what you're watching. Well, but again, like commercials, not commercials, uh, cartoons, let's be honest, they are commercials. Uh, <laughs> they have theme songs. I know. Mind so they're, they're an exception to the case. But I was just saying, like, taking, like, the news program and comparing news back in the 1940s and 30s or yeah, 40s sorry when okay. television started out i was like 30s no way that's too early that, that's a little too early that's radio and movie true yeah movies would be interesting to compare the uh cut length for something like the born well somebody did that with the born supremacy and they said like the average cut length was like 1.4 seconds it's so fast oh it's so fast you're gonna get a headache no i yeah that's entirely true it's a good movie but it's literally hard to watch Kate says she had to actually take a Dramamine to go watch it. I'd believe it. Yeah, me too. Well, I hope you believe it because you were there. True. There are many things where I am there, though, and sometimes I don't remember. That's not a good sign, Andy. No, no, it's not a good sign, but it's the truth. Okay. Is it getting worse? It's not getting worse, so we're good. Once it starts getting worse, then I know there's a problem. I have nothing to add to that. I I really don't. So, with that in mind, let's talk about E3. Oh, E3. E3 happened. Yep. Stuff. Who do you want to uh, hit first? How about we hit the fact that you owe me a, a dinner? How was that? Because Sony did something with the Vita. God. Oh, is it, did they move the Vita TV to the United States? Vita TV is being released in the U.S. They already released that in Japan. I remember we talked about that. Yeah, and they had no plans at the time for the U.S. I'll I'll let that I'll let, let it slide because technically it's the Vita TV, not the Vita. Yeah, that's that's not this. That's not you can't take your TV as a handheld. That won't work. Okay, 
was there anything that Sony did that was like surprising and revolutionary to you? No, that was the one thing overarching theme that I've realized from this E3 was there's nothing crazy this year. This year, yeah. I mean, the Vita TV is pretty cool. It's also it won't be called Vita TV. It'll be PlayStation TV, just so that people know it'll be for ninety nine dollars. And we'll have the PlayStation, uh, what the um, that subscription thing that they have. Can't remember what that's called. PlayStation Plus? PlayStation Now, I do believe. PlayStation Now. PS Now. Yes. But it'll be able to play uh, Vita games, PSP games, PS3, and PlayStation Originals. So you too can go back and relive your childhood. Is that a bad thing? I don't think so. Uh, was there anything else that was was interesting? I mean, a lot of PS4 announcements, games coming out for the PS4, Mortal Kombat 10. I Is was it kind 10 of ex- or just X. I don't know. Okay, I'm just curious to see about the uh, Grim Fandango remake. Grim Fandango remake coming for the PlayStation and Morpheus. Morpheus is still very, very, very early on in testing and production, but they're moving forward with it. This is the the motion sensing goggles. Yes. You know what I was uh, kind of sad about, though? What? Um, the game with the dragon that was done by the guys who did Ico and... Uh, Last Guardian. Yeah, The Last Guardian. That one's dead. Ish. Ish? Ish. Conflicting information. Oh. Magicka got a sequel Oh, coming to the PlayStation 4. There's going to be a Ratchet & Clank movie. I'm excited about that. Ratchet & Clank was fun. Yeah, but does it was... work for a movie? I think so. It's a... If Guardians of the Galaxy could work, Ratchet & Clank can work. As a movie. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to take your word on that one. Well, they've already got all the characters and everything already set because it's going to be CG. So. Yep. It, so and the storyline the story was box. fun and it was funny. It was pretty okay. good. Okay. Little Big Planet 3. Uh, I've, <clears throat> I've tried the Little Big Planet games and I think it's is along the same lines as Terraria. Terraria, yep. And Minecraft. I was, was going to say that. it's That's too much for you because yeah. it's, it's too open. Which reminds me, what are you doing today, Andy? Um, after we record, I'm going to go on a seven mile bike ride. Okay. And then we're going to go see either How to Train Your Dragon or Maleficent. One of the two. Uh, okay. And tonight? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Because I have Bri over here tonight and it would be a good opportunity for the three of us to hop into Terraria. You will not let that sleeping dog lie, will you? Nope. I really think that we can get you to enjoy it and I want to just find out. So I want to try it one more time. We'll go in fresh, totally clean. They just did a couple more patches, so there's even more content that Brian and I don't know about. So we can all die together. We won't die very often. I like how you preface that with not at all, just with we won't die very often. I'm not going to say we're not going to die, but we won't die very often. Okay. Tonight, let's do it. Well, let me see what happens when we get back from the ride. Okay. And the movie. Okay. Microsoft. Games, games, games. Called that. Was there any mention of the Xbox One as like a general entertainment system or was it like, look at all the games? I I honestly could. If you talk to me, that's what I honestly said. Microsoft E3. The first thing that popped in my head was games, games, games. Developers develop. Oh, wait. (laughs) Wait. Wrong one. But yeah, it was it was games and more games and more games. I Pretty games. Yes. Very pretty. Very, very pretty. His crackdown is back. I'm curious about the new... I know I'm a little repetitive with Assassin's Creed, but this one is actually looking pretty cool, especially with the four-player co-op version. In Paris? In Paris. But, but Crackdown. True. Crackdown was fun. Crackdown it was, was like, a fantastic game. It's like... I'm a super-powered cop. Yeah. I'm going to blow up everything. <laughs> and it, it had like, one of those nice story twists in there, too. That was good. But still, it was like Grand Theft Auto, but with superheroes. Right, it, it was Grand yeah. Theft Auto, but from the other perspective. Yeah, and with superheroes, basically. And with superheroes. You, you became a superhero. Because you became a super-powered cop with a super-powered car. Yeah, lots of games from everything. Yeah. Um. Oh, this one. What? From Insomniac. Sunset Overdrive. Have you seen the trailer for this yet? No. Oh, God. Uh, did you like Borderlands at all? I've never actually tried it. My boss says that I would enjoy it, though. I think that we need to pause. I think that you actually do need to see this four-minute trailer. Oh, son of a bitch. I know, I know, but I, pause. Well, well, hold on. Where's this trailer located? Uh, just go to YouTube and search Sunset Overdrive gameplay. All right, hold on. I'm pausing. All right, and we're back. As I said, Sunset Overdrive. 
That was highly humorous. Yeah, and that's the kind of humor that you, you see throughout the whole game. Oh, Insomniac. So, goddamn, I'm, that one I'm, I'm hoping is going to be released on both Xbox and PC. You would hope. Because I, I can just play the PC version. I don't need an Xbox One yet. There's nothing out there that was like, you must have this. Every time I've done that, I've gotten burned. Yep. So anything else there, games related? From Microsoft? Yeah. You tell me. Not There was so many games. All the games. Pretty pretty much. They hit they hit the whole game, but they had indie I mean, games, they had AAA games. It was What's how does Forza is like right up there with Gran Turismo, right? Yes. Like those are the two big ones? Yes. So another Forza game is a major announcement? Yes. Another Forza game that comes out in 3 months is a major announcement? Like I don't know. The racing games are are a mystery. I would have to, my boss is excited about that. Let's just say that, and he is big into racing. I.e., like he's got eight computers in his basement, all of which have steering wheels. Okay. Uh, Evolve. Did you have you seen anything about Evolve yet? No. So Evolve is a game where it's uh it, it's a four v one. Okay. And the one is a monster. Oh. And the other four, unless I, I'm I think I'm thinking of the right game. Let me double check. I'm thinking of the right game. Yeah. So it, it's 4v1. You have the four people are working together as hunters, and then you have the one player as the monster. And the monster is significantly more powerful than the hunters. Ah, okay. But the, there's four hunters, so it balances out. And the idea is that the hunters have to trap and kill the other player. <clears throat> well, the other... <coughs> oh, excuse me. Well, the other player is going around and consuming life force to, to make itself bigger and stronger. So that's also coming out on Xbox One, and it looks really, really cool. I think that's about it for yeah. Microsoft E3. Nintendo! Didn't have a thing at E3, but they had their weird web thing. Webcast. Well, it's so much cheaper. Yeah. Um, Smash Brothers, Smash Brothers, Smash Brothers. Wii U, picking up the the Skylander model. Uh, new Pokemon, new Zelda game, Bayonetta 2... Rumors of another new Metroid or Metroid series. <laughs> not this not this picture. This picture is Bayonetta, but yeah. there, there's rumors about another Metroid series. I like the idea of the Mario Maker. What? What? Mr. I need an objective. I need an Yes, the goal. objective is to create a level that people will play, not just to just create a level just to create a level. This one has a goal. You must get to the other end. See, there's a fine line in my whole creation sort of thing. I think there's an imaginary twisty line in your whole creation thing, but okay, we'll go with it. <laughs> okay. Like the okay, the, Nintendo the, needs to to stop though making me want to buy a Wii U. This is getting uh, a little ridiculous. New Zelda game, Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, Mario Party. They they've hit the Mario Smash Brothers Zelda Zelda Metroid. I feel Metroid's like the the one missing. Oh, it's just oh. The, the repeat of it seems to be. Uh, yeah, but that's what Nintendo does is recycle old IP. Yeah, again and again and again. But they do such a good job by recycling old IP. When was the last original Nintendo IP? What was the last one? Was it Hickman? Um. First party, yes, might have been Pikmin. I think I'm missing something. But even just point out the fact that we're trying to rack our brains. Well, what was Microsoft's last original IP? <sighs> it's not an easy question for us. No, no, you're right. So it's it's not that we're racking our brains. It's that we have so much information and we're trying to parse it down. But you know what's really good at parsing down information? What the internet? Oh, what about the internet? Hang on. <laughs> oh, you're actually looking it up on the internet. Okay. I thought you were trying to use that as a segue to another topic. Nope. Nope, that was just you declaring, I'm going uh, to looks the like there's, I'm going to the internet. There's a lot of little things that have been Nintendo or original IP, but nothing huge. Okay. The last major one was Pikmin. Okay, that's what I thought. It was As of June of last year. No, uh, Luigi's Mansion was... Inter- well, granted, that was Luigi, so I'm not that's sure if that Luigi. would Luigi. That is, that is so not... And Luigi's Mansion was on the GameCube. Well, I don't remember these things. But why are you making it sound like it came out in the last year? It didn't come out in the last year. I'm just saying that was also oh. one that was more recent than Pikmin. Ah, okay. Yes, but that was a while ago. Yes, yes, it was. So, what else yeah. do we have? Um... 
Well, speaking of E3. And games. Yes. The uh, Assassin's Creed game was shown. Okay. Which there was some controversy about it because it's a four-player co-op game and none of the playable avatars are female. Wow. Yeah. DLC? I... I hope not. So it's like, it's been bringing up the controversy of how come you guys won't have a female player? And they're like, well, it would take double the work, supposedly. And which is like... You have to redo a new model. Yeah. But most of the animations wouldn't change, would they? No. Hmm... Uh, this is one of those areas where I don't know a lot about modern game programming. But still, don't you think you should have some female... If it makes sense, sure. Well, they've had female assassins in the past. It's, heck, there was the whole, it's, uh, Assassin's Creed, was it, was it, Liber- was it Liberations, the, the one for the handheld? Yep. Yeah. That had, uh, Aveline in it, right? Aveline? The... What her, whatever her name was as the main character. You could also ask me who the mascot is for a baseball team. My answer is the same. I do not know. Now I feel like I should start asking you questions about mascots for baseball teams. I Okay. So, yeah, there's there's evidently a lot of controversy about this, but I, I don't know if I'd get behind this as a major women's rights issue. All right. So let's say, do you feel that they should in general include one? Just in general in most games, should you have at least the choice of being a female avatar? I'm really not sure. Like, to me, it, it depends a little bit on the scenario and on the game and on the story. Yeah, I guess it. it yeah. Like, there are some games where it wouldn't make sense, i.e., like, something in ancient Roman times that's, a like, Rome Total War. That wouldn't make sense because most of the guys going to battle were, I think all of the guys going to battle were men. Women did not serve in the Roman army, no. Yeah. So that would, yeah, right. If it's within the story, then it would make sense to have only male characters. But, I don't know, the assassins were, in previous games, always had female assassins. That's where the uh, courtesans were. Right. Like, they certainly play important parts. Yes. So if you have four assassins working at the same time, you heck, you could even, oh, was it Brotherhood where you could actually... Send um, off female assassins? Yeah, send off female assassins. Yep. So they do exist. So it's like, why don't, why didn't they think about having that in this game? I think they thought about it. I don't think this was like an oversight of, hey, you know, we're, we're just, we're making a game and oh, everyone happens to be male. I think this was a, hey, did we want to include females? And I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to go out on a limb. If they're actually saying, uh, you know, this, that it was, it was going to be too much work that they had considered it and they were probably behind schedule. Probably, yes. Especially since Ubisoft wants to crank out one of these a year. Right. And okay, so I, I can, could see that. I can imagine that with that pressure and with that deadline approaching, you're like, you know what? Scrap what we've got. We're just going to do it with men. I is it right? That. No. Does it make sense? Yeah. And my guess is in the storyline, they are going to have other female characters because they always do. Right. I'm just guessing none of them are going to be playable characters. So... I, you're right. This is it might have gotten blown out of proportion a little bit, but I think both of us agree that there should be greater diversity in video yep. games, right? Yep. Okay. I think that's where our stance is going to be. This might have been a little big, but it's still something that we should be thinking about and talking about. All right. So speaking of computers, uh oh. Actually, yes. no. Let's let's keep going with video games because the E3 okay. numbers were released. Oh, how many people went? 48,900 visitors, which is about 700 more than last year. But still much smaller than it used to be. Yes, because there were only 200 exhibitors this year at E3. So as a recap, let's talk about E3 history. All right. First, there was the CES. Yes. Right. E3 splintered off. Yes. uh, Because people were tired of seeing games at CES. E3 did its own thing, mm-hmm. and it kept getting bigger and bigger and more expensive and bigger and more expensive. And eventually the ESA said, you know what? No. Only people in the industry and press. Yes. And basically shut the show down. They moved it. It was the year that they did it in a hangar. Yeah, wasn't it in like Santa Barbara or something? Right. Like yeah. it, was, it, was, it was much smaller. Uh, and then they realized, oh shit, we're losing all the exhibitors because no one wants to do this because everyone wants to get the free, well, not free, but get the publicity. Yes. And so they kind of recanted and they brought it back. Uh, it's still primarily exhibitors and press. Yes, yes, it is. Which is why it's only forty-eight thousand. But the 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 go on the because I always look at trying to see about getting press passes for certain things. Yep. 
the E3 press pass, not only do you have to have, you know, like the legitimate federal ID stuff, this, that, and the other things, but you also have to be able to prove that your site is large enough to be allowed access to E3, i.e. you have to have certain number of views, certain number of website views, this, that, and the other thing per month in order to access different, like, even just to get one badge, I think it's like, like... 400 page views per month or something like that or like 400 unique visitors or something like that but still like oh if you want two badges then it has to go up to this amount oh if you want three badges oh you have to have your company be basically this large wow yeah so that's yeah i could see why this 48,000 is a small number because (laughs) the ability to get in as a press person little on the hard side Mm mm-hmm and as a consequence of that, fewer and fewer people are going. Yes. Granted, heck, Nintendo didn't even go. Did that yeah. hurt them at all? Nope. No, because they're still getting roped in with Microsoft and Sony, both of which who went there and had their big press conferences and booths and yada, yada, yada. Nintendo did their web thing and still, as we saw, still got the same effect from it. Yep. Now but the question- Nintendo wouldn't have gotten that effect had E3 not been going on at the same time. True. Right. It's it's because E3 is there that Nintendo can choose not to be there. What if Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo all decided to go and do virtual E3s while E3 is going on? E3 would shut down. Really? Without the support of, of the main exhibitors... Well, you still you still have the publishers, though. You still have the EAs. You still have the Ubisofts. You still have... Yeah, but if, if Sony and Microsoft back out, why would Ubisoft and EA spend the money? True. They would just do their own little things, like the Ubisoft days that they did yeah. later in the year. Or BlizzCon. Or BlizzCon, you're right. You'll notice Blizzard doesn't go to E3 anymore. No, because, oh my god, BlizzCon. So, yeah. So do you think it's just going to stay... We're going to be in a holding pattern with E3? Well, oh, no, we won't, because I think the contract for E3 for the LA Convention Center is up next year. Ooh, so they don't even know if they'll have it at the same convention center? No. Has to be worth it for them. Mm -hmm. And if the exhibitors are going down and the amount of attendees seems to basically almost be a plateau, then I could see maybe seeing having them move, but granted last time they moved, that didn't work out well. It did not work for them. I don't know. We'll see. The ESA has people who are looking at this and making their decisions, and I don't think we're going to be able to predict what their decisions are in this case. No, probably not. Because we don't understand their motivations. Nope. It's it's going back to Ender's Game, right? You need to know your enemy? Yes. We don't know our enemy. Uh, More games. Yes. Good games. Good old games. Good old games are on sale. Yes. The summer sale for good old games, including flash sales and daily sales and tons of other sales. So many sales. If you would like old games, or not even old, no, some, yeah, they, some new-ish games, yeah. they are on sale. It's going to be going through the entire month of June. Yay. So prepare your wallets because... Steam Summer Sale is also probably going to be coming up soon, and your wallet's going to take a hit. Oh, crap. Steam Summer Sale. No! Update your wish list. Ah, yes. Some of these games, though, look like, hey, The Raven. This actually looks like something I might actually like to play, and it's only 624. Say that again, slowly, to yourself. It's only 624? No, the part before that. What did I say? That this looks like a game I might want to play. And it's only 624. Andy. There are many other games that I have currently that I need there, to play. There are tons of other games that you definitely want to play. Yes. And you already own them. True. Granted, Hearthstone is also fun to play and it's entirely free. As is Heroes, Heroes of the Storm. Storm. Yeah, I know. I'm slowly working my way through that one. Yep. Uh, I like the idea that they're doing, though, where it's the fact like, okay, here's a tutorial and... Before we release you into the wild, you must play... You have to play against the computer. Yeah. Then you have to play with people. Yeah. And then you can play against people. Yes. Steam sale, it looks like it's scheduled for July, uh, June 19th. Ooh. So, you know, like around the corner. <laughs> Prepare now. Yeah. So, speaking of money... Yeah. Online paying was normally just like PayPal, right? Okay. Well, what other online payment options were there? Google Wallet, uh, really? Google Wallet, Amazon Payments. Well, that one was just announced. No. I've been using Amazon Payments on, on a number of things. Oh, for paying other websites? Yeah, like Humble Bundle. Hmm. Did you put a topic on that's not really a topic? Okay, here's what the news is. is you're now able to do monthly subscription fees... Ah, using Amazon payments. 
Okay. So now I could pay my phone bill every month using Amazon payments. That's different. And that's probably only if your phone company has that set up. Probably. Okay. Okay, so that's what that is. All right. Yeah, so no, I, like there, you, you've been able to do Amazon payments for some time. Now you can do re- reoccurring. I, I was wondering payments. what that was about. Sorry. My apologies. I thought this was a bigger that's, that's thing not, than what it actually is. No, Amazon is not taking on PayPal. Amazon's been taking on PayPal for like years. You'll notice the article, the title of the article on CNN Money. Amazon continues assault on PayPal. Okay. Yeah. They, gotcha. they've, been, they've been competing with PayPal for a long time. So that's that. Yeah. Sorry. My apologies on that one. I, I was what are you talking about? I don't know what I'm talking well, about. Oh, talked about that. Zynga. Zynga. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Even though their shares have been trading down 21% in the last six months. How much are their shares worth? Was it ZNGA, right? Yes. 310. It's still not the lowest it's been. If you bought shares in November of 2012, you can still sell them for a profit. But if you bought them at 1469 back in March of 2012. Right. Yeah, right after their IPO. Then uh, you're kind of hosed. You're crying. Yeah. Oops. So, speaking of their stock being down, their uh, CEO... Don Matrick. Yep. Whom we, we should have a passing familiarity with because he did a ton of other things like Microsoft. Yes. His paycheck this year is worth $57 million. That's a lot. That is a lot. Yes. Yes, it is. But, eh, it's, it's a lot-ish. It's a lot I mean, for a CEO. It's a little odd that we think $57 million isn't that big for a CEO paycheck. Doesn't that seem wrong to you at all, or is that just me? Um, On this one, it, it might kind of, well, it's not just you, but I might have to sit out a little bit. Uh, because I've actually done a little bit of looking and a little bit of reading about CEOs and CEO pay. And, you know, you see them making these exorbitant amounts of money, but it's the, the companies taking insurance out. What? Right? It, that's, that's what a CEO's paycheck is. Is, is these companies think about how much money Zynga's making? Are they actually making any money right now? I expect they are making a lot of money because I thought they're currently running. Um, are they running a deficit? I think they are. Oh well, then their insurance policy isn't paying out. <laughs> The idea is you have one person making these decisions for the entire company. Yes. Right? That would make sense, yeah. And if you pay them less than 1% of what the company makes, that's still a lot of money. But still, if their revenue has been falling over the... Then that's also a lot of money to pay the guy. Yeah. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, if they're losing money, why? Why give it to him? I do not know. I don't know either. But I understand what you mean about that, where it's basically you're paying one guy what seems like a lot but isn't compared to... Right, well, it's it's to take responsibility and, and make the decisions that need to be made. Yeah. Okay, so what else do we got here? Priceline buying somebody. Priceline is purchasing, ready for this? Okay. Open table. Now, right, right, let's, right now let's in start. my head, I'm trying to figure out how that connects to Priceline. What does Priceline do, Andy? They sell you cheap stuff-ish. Cheap stuff? Well, cheap airplane tickets, hotel rooms, car rentals, that sort there of stuff. There you go. Right. It's it's the like Priceline negotiator, yes. William Shatner, right? And it's it's all about travel. Yes. Well, when you travel... What are, do you do? You eat out. You eat out. There, okay. there is some overlap to this. I could see... Uh, it's it's a small overlap, but I could see it. It's a small overlap, but it's it's two companies that both have products and they merge or buy one out. Think about that. If you could just have a uh, Priceline vacation. Where it's like with, a, with reservations? Yeah. You, so it's you get your, your flight, your hotel, your rental car, hotel reservations all in one block. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be changing anything for Open Table. No, probably not. But it, it's there. Okay. Tell me about NASA. So NASA wants to see about transmitting data back and forth over long distances, right? So if we do something with a space station, we do something with Mars, something on the moon, we still have to communicate with them, right? Yeah. Normally we do that through radio waves, which is okay in small amounts, but as we know, the amount of data that we are transmitting and receiving is only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. So they are trying out using lasers. 
Okay. Because with radio waves, instead, unless you have a really focused antenna beam, radio waves just go out everywhere. They spread out right. pretty far. You, you get the R-squared law. Yeah. So lasers are, you know, pretty focused beams. Yes. So they are trying to use lasers as data transfer rates. Basically like fiber optics minus the fiber. Okay. And they have successfully broadcast video from the International Space Station to Earth using lasers. This is high-definition video. HD they, video. Yes. Nice. Doesn't eliminate the lag problem. No, because, well, you can't. You cannot travel <laughs> faster than the speed of light. That one does not. Right, right. Uh, well, hmm, hmm. No. You, you cannot have a velocity faster than the speed of light. Okay, so this laser that they're using is a 2.5 watt laser to transmit the video. Okay. The entire transmission lasted 148 seconds and reached a maximum data transmission rate of 50 megabits per second. Wait, so NASA's laser is getting faster data than my cable modem. Yes, yes it is. That actually isn't a terrible thing. No, no, it's not. Now that I say that again, I'm like, well, that's NASA. (laughs) That's actually, it it should be, I should feel more indignant that prior to this laser, my cable modem was getting a better throughput than NASA. So the entire transmission lasted 148 seconds, and they said if it was going to be broadcast via radio waves, it would take more than 10 minutes to download this amount. Yep. So, rock on. Yeah. I just lo- as soon as I heard that, I was like, they're using lasers. I'm like, well, lasers are basically just fiber optics, just, just minus the... You, you don't have the optical cable to... No. Fiber cable to, to actually bounce the beam. No, so you got to be specific with where your laser is pointing. Yeah. So you got to have some good tracking mechanisms, but beyond that... Yep, because once we try and do this with Mars, <laughs> you don't shoot it where the planet is... You shoot it where the planet is going to be. But you can't even do that because where it's going to be is not where it will be when the laser actually strikes. Oh, here we go. Here's one of the paragraphs in here basically describes this. I love when NASA has these fun little analogies. All right. Because the space station is orbiting Earth at 17,500 miles per hour, transmitting the data from the space station to Earth requires extremely precise targeting. The process can be equated to a person aiming a laser pointer at the end of a human hair 30 feet away and keeping it there while walking. Yep. That's on the the ISS. Yes. Doing this on another planet. Could be a little bit more difficult. Will be. Could be? It will be. Yeah. Granted, people have bounced lasers off the moon. No problem. That would be probably the next step. The moon is, what, eight light seconds? Something like that. Away and is is huge. In the night sky, yes. It is quite large. It It is several seconds of, actually, it is several degrees of the night sky. Yes. It's not even seconds of the night sky. It's full degrees. Especially with these giant moons like the honeymoon we just had. The what? There are different names for the full moons for each of the months, and June's moon is the honeymoon because it's the one that's most likely to appear yellow in color. What happens when there are two full moons in June? Well, the second full moon is the blue moon. Ah. I do believe the second full moon is always called the blue moon. Okay. Because it is more likely to appear blue? Uh, Hold on, I'm Googling this one, consulting the internet. A blue moon is an extra full moon that appears in a subdivision of the year, either the third or four full moons in a season. Okay, so blue moon is the the second one. Yeah, there's like the honeymoon, there's the harvest moon, there's the blood moon, there's a bunch of different full moons that are out there. Okay, sure. Okay, so the blue moon is actually, um, it's not having to do anything with a color. I don't know why it's called a blue moon, but... Because then it can be the phrase once in a blue moon. Okay, origin of the term. The suggestion has been made that the term blue moon arose by folk entomology, the blue replacing the no longer understood belu, which means to betray. The betrayer's moon? I do believe so. Okay. Wow. That got dark. The more you know. That got sinister. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's the betrayer's moon. Comcast. <laughs> Oh, speaking of betrayers. I wasn't going to call it out, Andy. It was supposed to be a subtle thing. I am not subtle. You are the antithesis of subtle. I am as subtle as a frickin' jackhammer. Sometimes. A jackhammer could be used subtly. If you don't turn it on, you just kind of like whack at it while you're holding it still. Uh, it, no, that's really not subtle either. No. Jackhammers are large devices. <laughs> Minus four to your stealth check. (laughs) Why? You're holding a jackhammer. (laughs) I'm in the shadows. You're holding a jackhammer. Comcast. So Comcast wants to increase 
its public Wi-Fi footing. Comcast has a public Wi-Fi footing? Oh, yes, because they are turning on your Xfinity router and creating a public Wi-Fi hotspot. But I don't want anyone on my Xfinity... Wait, I don't have an Xfinity router because I don't have Comcast. If you did, though, you might have a public Wi-Fi access hotspot without you knowing about it. You know, on the one hand, that's terrifying. On the other hand, I was as I was walking the dog this morning uh, and, and walking away from my house, I realized that my phone was still syncing with my local network. And I realized that my local network is going to overlap with my neighbor's local network, which will overlap with their neighbor's local network. Basically, every house here is going to have a local network. Yes, yes, it is. And man, wouldn't it be great if I could just like hopscotch through their network back to my house so that I could finish syncing? No, that would be good. Well, but that's what Comcast the, is offering. Yes, that's what they're offering is the fact that if you're a Comcast customer, you can go to any other Comcast customer and connect for free to their public Wi-Fi hotspot, which is running off of their router. Yeah. Oh, but it's only for Comcast customers? Yes. Oh, man, that is mean. It makes sense. True. Right. Which makes you wonder how much extra bandwidth is getting sent to my router that I'm not getting access. Well, I wouldn't be getting access to. Um, what makes you think any extra bandwidth is getting sent to you? Well, they're allowing this public Wi-Fi hotspot that is saying it's not going to affect your own personal usage. Again, what makes you think that there's any extra bandwidth? There probably isn't. It's that if you are using your full capacity, the other person is SOL. The speed of the connection reflects the tier of the subscriber hosting the hotspot. For example, if you connect to a hotspot connected by a home user with a 25 megabit per second connection, it will be slower than if you connect to a host system on the 50 megabits per second tier. Right. Unless that person at 50 megabits per second is using 45 megabits per second. Then Comcast is going to call you up and go like, dude, what are you doing? Because Comcast is like that. Yeah. How quickly would you run through your data cap if you're actually running your network at its full capacity for from start to finish? What's the data cap? I don't know. What is Comcast's current data cap? 200 gigabytes, something like that? I don't know. I don't have Comcast. You're supposed to know these things anyway. How? <laughs> You have the internet. Just see what I'm doing. So do you. Look it up. Uh, 250 data cap was the last time they had a quote-unquote data cap. Okay. So how many times does 50 go into 250? Except it's not 50. It's 0.050. Right? 50 megabits per second times 1,000. Every 50,000 seconds is going to be 50 gig. Right? Okay, 50 megabits per second is equal to 0.48, so he has 0.5 gigabits per second. Yeah, so in 250,000 seconds, you run out of data. 250,000 seconds, divide that by 60, 4,160 You could run it for almost three days straight. Okay. So it's not like five minutes and you're out. No, it's a good solid three days of falls to the wall. Yeah. And then you're out. And then you're out. Well, no, you're not out. It's Comcast. Then your charges start going through the roof. Yes. Then they ask you for more money. Uh, Companies that aren't inherently evil. Tesla. True. We mentioned last week New Jersey has said, yes, Tesla can now sell in New Jersey direct to consumers. Well, now they are also uh, have just opened up their first location in the UK. Good for them. So those of us not in the US, you also now can finally start buying Teslas. Yeah, Teslas look really nice. They're also super pricey. I can't imagine they're any cheaper in the UK. Probably not. They're probably even more expensive. Because there's probably some sort of import tax. And, you know, diesel cars in the Europe are so much cheaper than they are in here. Yep. Uh, Tesla also did a really interesting thing. Yes. Elon Musk came out and said, we want to encourage innovation. And so we're releasing all of our patents. Yes. They they said originally that they thought they would have to patent all the stuff because they thought, hey, you know, Chrysler, GM, Toyota, all the big car companies who already have major manufacturing and development groups in place would be able to take their ideas, make their own cars and put it out there a whole lot cheaper than Tesla could. That was Eli's original idea for these patents. Which is true. Yes. They could have done that. They could have done that. Did they they do that? They still can. Well, but I mean, because the patents were there, the other companies didn't do that. No. So did they do it? No, because he patented the stuff. Yes. But now he's released the patents saying, look, we we actually realized that patents were good for a time and, and they were the right idea for a time. And legally, like in, in general, not just for Tesla, patents used to be a very good thing. But 
uh, they've become more and more means of strangling innovation. And so they're releasing all of their patents, mm-hmm. which means now Toyota and GM and Ford and Chrysler could take their stuff and make their own cars and make their own cars. But that's good because that means that there's now competition and competition drives innovation. Yes. And so, I'd love to have somebody have a diesel hybrid outside of that one car from VW. I applaud Tesla. Now, this is a smart idea for them because they are they're going like gangbusters. They, they made the right call here. They might not have made the right call for themselves, but they made the right call. Well, it's not like Eli, Elon. Elon Musk ha- is not hurting for money. No, no, he's not. Didn't he actually agree to basically pay for that Tesla museum? No idea. So remember the uh, the oatmeal had the, the, the land that Nikola Tesla was, you know, his New Jersey. Just keep in mind, Tesla himself, the man, yeah. not really the nicest guy. No, no, he wasn't. No, having read up on him because they had talked about him in the Assassin's Creed a couple things ago, mm-hmm. I was curious about him. So I started, yeah, he wasn't the nicest guy at all. He like, was not the smartest guy. Eugenics. He was also kind of screwed over a little bit by Edison, but... Yes. Yeah, he wasn't the nicest guy either. But, okay, so the oatmeal had Tesla's laboratory. They put a thing up there to buy the land, which they got. But they haven't been able to do anything because it will cost like six to eight million dollars to actually like properly tear down the other buildings and properly do a museum correctly. And so Elon he Musk ex- just steps in and says like, oh, I'll pay for that. Well, he, he was pointing out the fact that Tesla Motors, which are amazing cars got their name from Tesla. And right. so, you know, it you, really, I know. So he's like, you know, your, your namesake, you should, you might want to do something about this. And so he's like, all right, I'm in. Nice. So good for yeah, him. Yeah, it was a fun comic where it's like, I'm writing this comic for one person and one person only. Elon Musk. <laughs> can you please spare the $8 million? Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes, I can. All right. I want to have money that I could just spare $8 million. Okay, um, IPv4? Yes, Latin America now has uh, joined North America and um, Europe and the Middle East. With the fact, having run out of space. Yes, they have reached their last subnet, their, sl- their sl- uh, slash eight subnet um, of IP addresses, which means the last four million addresses are, the rules have now been put into place, saying that um, there, are, there are two phases now where half of the addresses um, are only assigned in blocks of up to 1,024 IP addresses, and an organization, an organization may only request additional uh, IP addresses six months after re- receiving the previous one. One. Okay. And then after that first two million is done, after the second two million is done, you're only allowed... Hurry up, IPv6. Yeah, let's see. Uh, only new members will be able to uh, request IPv4 addresses, which will be assigned in blocks between 256 and 1024 addresses. And then each new member will only be able to receive one assignment. So that two million addresses it. means blocks of 1,000, and you can only ask for it every six months. And then after that first two million is done, then you're down to the final two million where only the new people can ask for it and you only get a thousand no more well a thousand twenty four a thousand yes a thousand twenty four sorry i was wrong two to the tenth so yeah that's ipv4 so that's north america latin america and europe now have all basically run out yes ipv6 better hurry up what's funny is it's in existence it's just what's what's holding us back to adopt it old hardware Old hardware, yes. That is the problem that's going on with us right now in our building is old hardware. There's times where I actually have to shut off IPv6 on some computers because it screws up when trying to talk to some of the IPv4 hardware that we've got in place. Old hardware. Yep, but business does not want to replace things if it's working fine. But it's not working fine. It's held together with duct tape and twine. But it's it's still running. It's more expensive to replace it later. It's still running fine. It's just like when they decide to just pave a road with asphalt, because in the short term, it will cost less than creating a cement road. But it's the short term cost that's less, not the long term. Right. So So the topic I've been trying to ignore. Yes. Touring test. All right. Explain this to me. Explain what? There's a bunch of people sitting in front of computers. They get connected to either another person or a computer, right? Is this how this works? That sounds right. They ask questions to this other person slash computer for five minutes. And then after those five minutes, they're asked, is this person a computer or a person? Well, so that's that's what the test is. Am I right about that? That sounds right. Okay. Now, in order for a computer to pass the quote unquote Turing test, it is required to have 30% of the human questioners say that it's 
it's a human instead of a computer? It's actually one third. Oh, one third? Well, no, it's it's 30% because yeah, uh, Turing said 70%. Yes. Okay. So it is 30%. If 30% of the humans think it's a human and not a computer, then it's technically passed. So supposedly someone has finally succeeded in passing the test by convincing 33% of the questioners that it was a human and not a computer. Yep. So here's the thing. This is not the first case of this happening. Oh, it's not? No. It's okay. the first like official published one, but other chatbots, which is what these are, have indeed convinced more than a third that they are human. Uh, this one, the, the, I, I can't believe this is, this is me talking about this, right? This is me saying this. There is the technical definition of a Turing test and there's the spiritual definition of the Turing test. Okay. And the Turing test is, can the computer hold a conversation? Now, when you open up and set the expectations of, oh, this, this person on the other side of the wall is a non-native speaker who is 13 years old. Oh, that's... That changes the structure of the test. Yes, that's that's being cheap. Eugene is a 13-year-old Ukrainian <laughs> living in the U.S. That's... Oh, that's not fair. Because there are, there are even humans that I know who are humans that I would not be able to have a decent conversation with over the internet if they're not a native speaker. Right. So the Turing test is can the can the computer hold a conversation not can it fool people into thinking it's human Now it can hold a conversation if it can hold a conversation then it's fooled you right that's the that's kind of the point Yes so the idea of like you know I want to talk about poetry and the computer talks to me and we talk about poetry and says like well why this and not this or how is this or why not that and you have a back and forth conversation, whereas the conversation they had with Eugene was, uh, "Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Wouldn't a spring wouldn't a spring day be better?" The response was, "What makes you ask me this? Sound like you can't choose a right answer yourself. Rely on your intuition." Smiley face. Maybe let's talk about something else. What would you like to discuss? It's a redirect. Oh. It didn't contribute anything. It's putting it. Right. And because you're expecting it to be a 13 year old non-native speaker. Yeah. Because the kid's not going to want to talk about something that he can't talk about. The, right. That's a teenagers. OK. So, yes. Did did it pass the technical definition of a Turing test? Yeah. Are they the first ones to pass that technical definition? No. Is did the spiritual... they pass the Turing test? No. OK. Well, I'm glad you were here to explain that to me because that makes a whole lot more sense now that you have brought your opinion on it. Thank you. Would you like like to talk about something else <laughs> uh so do you so there there was a a chat bot a long time ago named eliza have you heard of her was that the one that was on aim or no uh there was probably an implementation of her on aim okay Eliza was a Rogerian therapist. Okay. Do you remember what a Rogerian therapist was no. like? So Rogerian therapists would take the last sentence of what was said to them and repeat it back. Oh, okay. Okay? Yes. Okay, good. What else would you like to talk about? Oh... Uh, random topic? Random review. On a side note, somebody has just been cast as Aquaman for the Batman vs. Superman movie. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Who is it? Jason Moma. Well, Jason, I hope you like being made fun of. Who the hell is Jason Moma? IMDB Go! Da, 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 da. Momoa. Game of Thrones, Conan the Barbarian. He was on Stargate Atlantis. Oh, he was on Stargate... Oh, he was Ronan. Okay. He was called Drogo, Andy. Who? Fuck you. Go read Game of Thrones. <laughs> I now just like the fact that I have no idea about anything about Game of Thrones. So I'm just like, ah, whatever. Game of Thrones. Yeah, sure. Let me put it this way. More people will know him as Khal Drogo than they will know of him as Roman or Ronan or whatever. Ronan. R-O-N-O-N. Yeah, Ronan. He's Khal Drogo. Okay, sure. And he's going to play Aquaman? Yes. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> Sad Batman, Aquaman. This is going to be the worst Justice League ever. Is that surprising? No. No, it's not. 
I still haven't actually seen the first Superman movie. Which first Superman movie? The the most recent one that this sequel is going to be based off of. So Man of Steel. Yes. I couldn't even think okay. of it. I was this, like, no, Superman Returns. Third. No, that's the... This is the third one, you know. The, yeah, because it's one. Christopher Reeves movies. Then you no, had... I, I mean, this, this Batman Superman one is the third of the reboot. There have been two. What? Yeah. What was the second one? Zod. Really? There's going to be a movie called Zod? No. There was there was the, the Superman reboot, and then there was Man of Steel, and now there's this one. No, no. Man of Steel was the first one. Then what was the second one? There was no second one. Yes, there was. It was with, with like the giant green island. No, Man of Steel came out last year. Yes, directed by Zack Snyder, and it's going to have the sequel, Batman vs. Superman. I don't know what Green Island you're talking about, but you're talking out of your... There was a Superman movie where it was Lex Luthor found kryptonite and exploded it underwater and made a Green Island. That was Superman Returns. Ah. That was the second, re- that was the first reboot of Superman. Oh, and then they rebooted the reboot. Yes. Oh, I thought Man of Steel was a sequel to that one. No. Oh, I should probably go see Man of Steel. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, so look at the Superman film series. So the Christopher Reeve series, and then there was a bunch of abandoned repot, uh, projects, and Superman Returns was in 2006. And now they're having the Man of Steel, which is part of the DC Cinematic Universe. Is that a thing now? Well, Marvel has their Cinematic Universe and DC has their Cinematic Universe. Right, but Marvel Cinematic Universe is a universe. Yes. Is the DC Cinematic Universe a universe? Is the new Batman movie going to be the same Batman? I don't quite see how they're going to do that. No, it's not the same one because they're having a different Batman from... So the... that's that's not really the, Mar- the, the DC Cinematic Universe. It's the DC Cinematic storyline true yeah okay well go dc comics do your thing just you're not doing it well (laughs) no television they seem to be doing it perfectly fine not really what you didn't think smallville was good you didn't think arrow's good you don't think the flash is going to be good nope nope and nope okay so So, yeah (laughs) random topic or random review sorry random review I am going to talk about Adobe Audition CC slash Adobe Audition CS6, because both of them are... CC is creative... Uh, cloud. That's the cloud. newest version, which not is basically commons, like right? what? Not not commons. No, creative Cre- cloud. Creative cloud. Yes. Okay. Which is basically uh, just a slight improvement from CS6, which was craziness. Well, CS5.5 and CS6 were both. But anyway, I've dealt with CC and CS6. Now, normally when I record this podcast, I do the editing in Adobe Audition CS or not even CS3, Adobe Audition 3. Okay. Right. CS6 is like version five. Creative cloud is technically version six. If if I've got my numbering correct. Let me just say, right off the bat, the keyboard shortcuts have changed. That sucks. Yes, right off the bat, that is so much of, especially with people at the radio whose job is to do audio editing and processing because they do production for commercials and other things. Mm-hmm. If their job day in and day out is creating audio stuff and you change the keyboard shortcuts on them, there is there is hell to pay for. You relearn a, it. Yes, but still, right off the bat, for a good, like, two weeks. You know, you could uh, use auto hotkey and just remap the keys. I could, but you know what would also be great is if Adobe Audition actually lets you change the keyboard shortcuts. Yes. That would be nice if, you know, you could just actually go, oh, keyboard shortcut. Oh, I'd like to do this instead. Have you nope. investigated whether or not you can do that? You cannot. Okay. Adobe Audition said these are the keyboard shortcuts and you're going to like them. Okay. Well, those are the keyboard shortcuts, so go learn auto hotkey. I will have to do that. Yeah. Now, the the one positive sign with uh, Creative Cloud is it's finally a 64-bit application. That's good. So it's finally actually able to work a bit faster than CS or version Adobe Audition 3 and CS6. But there's not much a bonus on these things. It's one of those things where it's like Adobe probably came out with a new version just because Adobe always comes out with a new version. Every 18 months. Yep. And now that's on the cloud, it's now, what, 20 bucks a month if you're buying just Adobe Audition. It's, what, 70 now if you're buying the whole suite. Didn't we see it for 10 bucks a month recently? No, it's 20 now. Oh, they raised it again? Yep. Okay. I know for a while it was 10 bucks a month. I was no, thinking it, about buying it. I think I just looked at it today, and I do believe the Creative Cloud is, for Adobe Audition by itself, is $20 a month. Oh, maybe it was for Photoshop by itself. Maybe. Okay. Does it work? It, it does what it's supposed to do, and... Is it better? I'm not sure. There's a lot of things on there that unless you're like working either with uh, 
music creation, i.e. you've got the giant Mackie control boards that have like 48 channels on them, mm-hmm. and you can adjust every... That stuff, maybe I could see that because there's greater integration between those boards and Adobe Audition. But for this podcast, CS6 and CC would be overkill. overkill. <laughs> overkill beyond overkill. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Adobe Audition itself is kind of overkill for this podcast. Yes. Yes, it is. I might just look at doing Sound Booth. That might be... Is that the Lightroom of Audition? Yeah, but um, I think they actually... Yeah, uh, Sound Booth ended back in 2011, so now we're back to only using Adobe Audition. They don't have Sound Booth. Sound Booth okay. would have been the better, easier one. Yeah, but, but Sound Booth was to Audition what Lightroom is to Photoshop. Yes. Okay. But it doesn't exist anymore. Oh. So my only option would be, well, other than using Audacity, would be having to pay the 20 bucks a month for Adobe Audition CC. Right. Audacity's pretty good. No, it is, yes. Trying to convince people who have grown up on Cool Edit Pro and Adobe Audition, trying to switch them to Audacity because it's free. Yep. That's a bit hard. Good luck. Yep. I remember Cool Edit. Cool Edit was good. Yes, yes, it was, which is why the, what was it, Adobe Audition bought it. One, yeah, 1.5 was basically just Cool, cool Edit, Edit Pro, Pro 2 with a different skin. Yep. If it's not broke. Well, they uh, completely changed everything on there, so that's... So good. they broke it. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> unless you're unless you've got the money for what I said was a Mackie mixer, which those of us who know what those are, unless you've got one of those, you probably don't need half the shit that Adobe Audition can do. So I would say get Audacity and try that out. Okay. The rest of it, it's overkill. You don't need it. And it's uh, super annoying that I have to try and work with this every day now. No, oh, you poor thing. God, I hate forward progress. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, so there you go. There's the recommendation. And the I'm review. a grumpy old man on this one. This is Andy is a grumpy old man. Stupid keyboard shortcuts. and the So grumpy off. old man, we've already made fun of DC movies and the DC quote unquote cinematic universe. Yes, which are random topic, which is kind of funny that Dave brought up the DC comic universe because the random topic rolled ahead of time is rank all of the Marvel films. So before we can do that, we need a list of all of the Marvel films. Marvel movies. Okay. Because are you looking at Marvel like Disney Studio Marvel? I don't know because there are actually a lot of live action films. There they okay, there was Captain America where you could even talk about Howard the Duck because that's technically a Marvel comic that got turned into a movie. All of the X-Men movies, all of the Spider-Man movies, all of the Fantastic 4 movies, the animated movies, Blade movies. Blade was Marvel? Oh yeah. shit. There's Howard the Duck, there's Man-Thing, Punisher, the other Punisher, Ghost Rider, Elektra. God, okay, so we need to set a rule on this one. Do you want to talk about all these, or should we talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or what? I can, can we kind of group a couple? I mean, so like Ghost Rider, most of the Hulk movies, Fantastic Four, Punisher, and Elektra were just kind of bad. Yeah. And most of the Blade movies. Yes. So you can, you can just kind of leave those at the bottom of the list, and they're welcome to fight it out. <laughs> But you're not going to play with the big boys of Iron Man and the Avengers and Captain America. You you can leave them at the bottom of the list. And the idea is they're so far at the bottom, no one cares. Yes. Um, But Blade itself was actually a pretty good movie. Oh, yeah. Um, X-Men, Days of Future Past. Those were good. Most of the other ones were terrible. Yeah, X-Men Origins Wolverine. That one's down there at the bottom. The original Hulk movie, that one's down there. All the Hulk movies. All the the Hulk movies. All of the Hulk movies um the last time Spider-Man in new york 2, I was spider-man kinda... 3 down there spider-man was okay amazing yes. spider-man is actually was pretty decent have you seen the second one that just came out no neither have i i think we can kill the the animated movies those yes. those cannot count as well as animated comics um do we not remember animated comics have you not seen animated comics no no i have not okay so it's it's as if the comic were almost like a cartoon, but not really. So it's sort of like the animated Batman Year One-ish? I don't know what that is. Well, Batman uh, Batman Year One, I think, was turned into an animated movie, even though it was from the comics, and they took a lot of the... It's basically stills from the comics. Okay. With, like, the word bubbles appearing. No, I haven't seen any of those, but I understand okay. what and you some, mean by them. And some rudimentary motion, but yes. not a lot. Okay. No, this is not... It's more like one. a radio show with pictures. 
Okay, so within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. Um, damn. Starting at the bottom. Well, we we don't know about Ant Man in the new Avengers movie. We don't know about Guardians of the Galaxy. No, we haven't because those aren't out yet. That's so four, eight, so nine movies. Okay. Uh, did you ever see the Hulk movie? Yes, I've actually seen. Well, not the first Hulk movie, but the second one with with Edward Norton. Yes, I've seen that one. Last time I was in New York City, I kind of broke Harlem. I actually know what he was talking about because I saw okay. that movie. That was okay. I wouldn't put it near. I, I, it would be. It would be towards the bottom. That yeah. would be towards the bottom. Uh, Iron Man two. I think we we can pretty safely put down at the bottom. Yes, that one is also near the bottom. That one that was, was not a good movie. No, relative to the other ones, it actually was still a pretty good movie. But relative right, to the other yeah. ones. Um, okay, so we've got Iron Man two at the very bottom. Probably Hulk above that. Uh, mm. What? What else would you put down there? Well, no, I'd say I might flip those two. Oh, really? I okay. don't. It's been a while since I've seen the Hulk movie, so I'm not sure exactly how far down it is. But yeah, it's okay. So those are on the bottom. Hulk right, what and else? Iron Man two somewhere in there. Yeah. Um. So so for the top. Ooh. I kind of, I mean, Iron Man is the only one I went and saw in the theaters like four times because it was so good. Yes, Iron Man is, the question though is Iron Man, okay, in my head, I'm trying to figure out Iron Man or Avengers. I I almost feel like Iron Man beats Avengers. But that might be the nostalgia. I mean, Iron Man was six years ago. I know, but it it just laid everything perfectly. It was, oh. It set up so much and did it so well. Yes. That post-credit scene where it's like, I'd like to talk about the Avengers and Ipsis. You're like, oh my god. Everyone went nuts. Oh. oh, fun fun fact. So we we went and watched uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Yes. And at the beginning, there was a preview for uh, uh, the, the new Transformers movie. Yes. Was that Winter Soldier? No. What else? What else have I seen recently? It wasn't Winter Soldier. It was some movie. And it was with the, the opening of uh, the new Transformers movie. Yes. And, and how it's it's Beast Wars, right? Well, they, they, they've got the beasts in them. Yes. They've got the beasts in them. And so as, as the trailer faded out. I couldn't resist the urge. I, this was a packed theater. I basically stood up and just kind of, I didn't stand up. I, I held my arms to the air and just went, my childhood. And the entire theater applauded. <laughs> oh, Beast Wars. I loved that show. Michael Bay, you have destroyed everything that is good. So Avengers or Iron Man at the top? I, I have to go Iron Man. Now, what do you think about... Okay, I I would say Iron Man and then the Captain America movies. Both of them. Yes, we're good. Which one was better? Neither of them were quite Avengers. No. And I think it, it Winter Soldier probably takes the top. Might. That's, that's a tough Between one. the two of them, I'd, I'd go with Winter Soldier. It's also Winter Soldier because Winter Soldier had that really awesome tie-in with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. But if you had to leave it off by itself, if you had to leave Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. alone... Winter Soldier still holds up pretty well. Yes. There's a couple name drops that you don't understand because that's from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. But it's it's fine. It also sets up... Winter Soldier sets up a lot for what's coming up. Yes, yes, it does. Well, that's like, kind of what the original Captain America did was set up. Cap didn't set anything up. What do you mean Captain didn't set anything what up? What did Cap set up? The Tesseract. Yes. Right? Like, hey, what's this on the bottom? But that that was, no. I'm not talking about the scepter at the end. I'm talking about how Winter Soldier sets up the Winter Soldier. Oh, the, oh. It sets up Agent 13. It sets up... Bucky, remember in the comics, Cap dies a couple times. Yeah, he does. And Bucky takes over as Cap on more than one occasion. No, yes, very true. So this is also kind of funny because uh, I think like, Bucky's got like a six movie contract. And what? Captain, <laughs> no, I think they signed him for like a six movie contract. Damn. And so he's they only going to show up in a couple places. Yeah, he only showed up. Captain America, I think only got, I think, three movies, yep. maybe four. Chris Evans. Yeah. Yep. So Captain America, it just even the contracts might go, oh, look, Captain America is going to die. Oh, look, he's got three other movies. Hmm. Right, right. This seems interesting. So anyway, Winter Soldier, I think, outpaces Cap. Now, what do you think about Thor? 
Thor was cute. I don't think it plays on the same level as a lot of the other ones. No. Loki was amazing. Loki... Yeah, but Loki, they're, they're having trouble with that because he's becoming the villain of the universe. And he shouldn't be, no. He shouldn't be. So yeah. I'm, I'm going kind of with Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Thor Dark World, Iron Man 3, Cap, Winter Soldier, Avengers, Iron Man. You're putting Iron Man 3 below Captain... Mmm, that one's a tough one. Right. Iron Man 3 was... I did enjoy Iron Man 3. It was okay. It was not great, but it was okay. I'm still waiting for, for Iron Man 4 with the actual Mandarin. Yeah, oh yeah, you are, I remember listening to that episode when I was going through the random topic recaps, listening to your review what, of Iron Man 3 over ben again. What Kingsley did was great. Oh he yeah. Did a, he did a fantastic job with that character. Not only but, that, but the, the meta set up for that as well. Yep. Where all the press releases, all this, that, and the other thing, all the junkets, everything was set up so perfectly for that. To fool everyone. Oh, just smacked you right across the face. Yep. Brilliant. But it doesn't change that they're is this, you know, even in... They've been setting it up since Iron Man 1. Yes, with the rings, yeah. The ten rings. The Mandarin is out there. <sighs> okay, so we can agree that there are... We have some stuff on the bottom, we have some stuff on the top, and then the middle ground... Kind of nebulous, but I yeah. gave my list. So, okay, so yeah, I would say... Uh, Avengers, Iron Man... You're going top down? Yes. Okay. Uh, Captain America's... I'm not sure which one's which. Iron Man 3, then we've got, what, the Thor movies? Mm-hmm. Then we're down to... Iron Man 2 and Hulk. Iron Man 2 and Hulk, okay. So almost exactly the same list, except yes. you flipped Avengers and Iron Man. Yes, and, and you... I put Iron Man 3 up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. No, you didn't. You put it after the caps. Oh, okay. And above Thor. Which is right where you put it, all right. Yeah. Okay, um, so... As far as, as non-cinematic universe, I mean... Amazing Spider-Man, I'd throw in probably around the Thors. The X-Men movies are a little weird because the first X-Men movie was good. Then they got... Yeah, first X-Men movie also... uh, Actually, first X-Men movie I might throw around the Caps. Okay. Or near Iron Man 3. First Class was good. First Class was... Not so good. It was okay. Days of Future Past was interesting. Yes, yes, that was. Hmm. But, yeah. Okay, so that's that. That's a... I feel like I should go. Oh, wait, I'm going to go see a movie this <laughs> Go see a movie, Andy. Or go for a seven-mile bike ride. Go for a seven-mile bike ride, then go see a movie. I'm going to go hang out with Brian. All right, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>